Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Now, Uncommon Sense with Leland Conway on 630KHOW, Denver's talk station. Show five seven seven three nine. Text Leland to five seven seven three nine. Once again, for anybody who tuned in late, that was not actually what Greta Thunberg said. That was a deep fake of her actual words, reorganized to make it sound like she wrote a book called Vegan Wars. But it's funny. It's called satire. People get with it. Uh, again, text the show five seven seven three nine. So. Meanwhile, we have this situation going on in in Israel. And uh, one of the most interesting things that's come out of this to me, and we're going to have uh, Scott Jennings later on this week. He's my good friend from, well, he, he's a political consultant. He worked in the Bush administration, terrific conservative, and he is on CNN regularly, and he's fired up about this. Um, he wrote a tweet the other day about how the entire Biden campaign was based on Charlottesville. Do you remember the crazy nut jobs with the torches that, you know, went around Charlottesville and there was that whole big thing? And then President Trump, the, the media making up the things that President Trump said and all that stuff. But anyway, that whole kerfuffle. And so they, they built their entire campaign about that. And he said, now there are literally hundreds of Charlottesvilles on almost every college campus in America. It's just a different group that it's aimed at. In this case, it's, it's aimed at the Jewish people. That we have young people protesting on campuses supporting Hamas. And one of the, the more terrifying stories that has come out, and as far as I can tell, has been verified, um, was... Hamas went into, in the initial attack on on 10-7, they went into a home and they killed the father so that the father couldn't defend the family. And then they took the baby and they put it in the oven. And they turned the oven on. And then they repeatedly raped the mom while she could hear the screams of the baby and then later smell its flesh burning. And then they killed her after the baby was dead. They raped her three times. There is... There's no cause on the planet that justifies that. None. And, you know, as I've said from the beginning, you can talk about political differences, but there isn't a way to negotiate with Hamas, which rules Palestinian territories. Okay, you can say what you want that obviously it's true. Not all the Palestinians want what Hamas wants, but they rule the Palestinian territories and their stated goal in their charter from the late 1980s, their charter, their organizing charter, their stated goal is the death of all Jewish people and not just in Israel, 
but anywhere in the world. That's their stated goal. When that is the stated goal, there's nothing to negotiate. And when that stated goal is backed up by terrorists coming into your country and doing what I just described to you, there is nothing to negotiate. And I agreed with Netanyahu the other day when he said, hey, you guys are not getting a ceasefire. You will surrender unconditionally or you will all die, meaning Hamas. And that is the only way. And in fact, if you think about like Pearl Harbor here in the United States, that was the way that we responded to that, right? Like it was, we knew in that moment that the empire of Japan had determined that the United States was to be destroyed. And our response was, we are going to bring you to your knees and you will either surrender or you will be entirely destroyed. And we sent that message with the atomic bomb twice. We basically said, no, we're dead serious here. There are only two options. You will surrender unconditionally and cease your attempt to destroy us as a nation, or we will destroy you. That's where we are. There isn't there aren't two sides to this. There is the possibility and and I think even the responsibility of smart, kind hearted, intelligent people to feel empathy and sympathy for those Palestinians who are not bought into what Hamas is doing. But in the reality of the situation is there isn't two sides. We can call for ways to try to keep those Palestinians safe who do not want to be part of this conflict. Sure, we should do all of those things. We should do our due diligence to do that. But we should not hold Israel back in responding to this horrendous attack. And the fact that our college campuses are stocked full of kids who don't understand this, There was a poll that came out of people 18 to 24. And in that poll, it indicated that a majority of people in that age group understood that what Hamas was doing to Israel was genocide. And they still, by majority, supported Hamas's actions. That is the result of brainwashing, which brings me to this point. Bill Maher. As left as you can get, and I mean traditional left, right? Like He's all in on big government. He's all in on socialistic stuff. But he understands the difference between traditional liberalism and whatever the hell this nasty virus of the mind is that's taken over leftism in America today. It's based in Marxism. And it's designed to bring down rule of law, to bring chaos, to destroy any semblance of God or morality, and then leave in its wake a vacuum of power that will be assumed by the Marxists who will then distribute all the wealth. That is the goal. You have to understand that before you start any conversation with lefties in America today. So Bill Maher, again, left of center as it gets when it comes to politics, but not that kind of left advises you not to send your kids to school. And finally, new rule as an Ivy League graduate who knows the value of a liberal education, I have one piece of advice for the youth of America. Don't go to college. (laughs) And if you absolutely have to go, don't go to an elite college, because as recent events have shown, it just makes you stupid. few, if any, positives to come out of what happened in Israel, but one of them is opening America's eyes to how higher education has become indoctrination into a stew of bad ideas, among them the simplistic notion that the world is a binary place where everyone is either an oppressor or oppressed, 
In the case of Israel, oppressors being babies and bubbas. The same students who will tell you that words are violence and silence is violence were very supportive when Hamas terrorists went on a rape and murder rampage worthy of the Vikings. They knew where to point the fingers at the murdered, and then it was off to ethics class. <laughs> See, what's interesting is I've been saying this about colleges for at least a decade now, but it rings different when somebody on the left says it, doesn't it? It rings different when somebody on the left recognizes what's happening to freedom of expression and what's happening to young minds. Now, I recognize that a certain amount of foolishness is expected of college kids, but mixing Jägermeister and tomato juice isn't the same as siding with terrorists. Right, ripping urinals off the wall and so on. <laughs> 34 student groups at Harvard signed a letter that said the apartheid regime is the only one to blame, proving they don't know what constitutes apartheid. They don't know much of anything, actually. But it doesn't deter them from having an opinion. They've convinced themselves Israel is the most repressive regime in history because they have no knowledge of history or even a desire to know it. And actual history doesn't come up in their intersectionality of politics and gender <laughs> queer identities class. <laughs> it's so good. Now, to be fair, at least five of the student groups have rescinded what they signed, saying they didn't read the letter closely. <laughs> and they promised not to make that mistake again after they graduate and start running the world. <laughs> yeah. See, that's what's scary is that all of these people, this is, we used to make fun of this. I remember when we first started talking about this issue, we would laugh and be like, oh, wait till they get out in the real world. That was the wrong approach. Because when they get in the real world, they take it over. Every generation does. These people are going to run the country. In 20 years, the people that are protesting, supporting rape and pillage and murdering of babies and baking babies, and, and it doesn't matter whether they're ignorant of it or not, right? The fact that they're ignorant of it is just as dangerous. This, 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 org this group is going to run the country in 10 to 15 years. The, the ones from 10 years ago, when we first started talking about this, are running the country now, and you can see the damage that's being done. Imagine when this group gets in church, right? Uh, I love this. Mayor calls it a daycare plan. Uh, combined with uh, a re-education camp in North Korea. I actually believe them that they didn't read the letter closely. I think they scanned it, said it was blaming Israel, and went back to surfing TikTok. <laughs> because college life today is a day spa combined with a North Korean re-education camp. <laughs> to daycare center with a meal plan, except the toddlers can fire the adults. The fact that college presidents, who usually love to speak out about anything, couldn't find their voice to condemn the worst attacks in the Holocaust is a lot about who really controls colleges and why, if ignorance is, is, is a disease, Harvard Yard is the Wuhan wet market. Wow. Not that colleges didn't always have professors with radical beliefs. I know. I used to sell them weed. <laughs> <laughs> but that was different, right? Think about it. Like, wrap your head around the kind of mentality it takes to, okay, you have a cause, right? Like, you and I have a cause. Like, we want to we want to uh, stop the 10 cent plastic bag tax right <laughs> we we want we want to stop the 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 tax on big cars right we want that's our cause right 
wrap your head around being so devoted to a cause that you allow your mind to justify taking a baby and putting it in the oven and baking it while you rape its mom. Now wrap your head around trying to negotiate with that. And wrap your head around your kids supporting the organization that did that. Wrap your head around the monumental amount of ignorance it takes to be in the position of state uh, representative Tim Hernandez, who initially went out and supported all these things and then had to issue a mea culpa, which we all know probably wasn't really heartfelt. Because even if it was in total ignorance that he ran out and went apart, was a part of these protests, even if it was in total ignorance, it's that willful ignorance that is the danger of that person holding any of the strings of power in our community. Wrap your head around this. Like, again, and I'm not a warmonger. I don't think we need to go to war. I don't think we need to give anything to Israel special other than, like, be like, hey, we're out of your way. Do what you got to do because that sucks. What they did to you sucks. So y'all do whatever y'all got to do, and don't expect anything getting in the way of us. I mean, we're not going to be getting in the way of you, and we'll we'll vocally support you six ways from Sunday. That's the only thing we need to do. We, we don't need to get involved in this, but I'm just saying wrap your head around sitting there thinking, oh, which side should I tweet about? Which side should I come down on? Wrap your head around being in a position of, say, a Hollywood elitist who's afraid they won't get their next multi-million dollar movie contract if they come down on the wrong side of this. But they have to come down on a side of this, because if they don't, they'll also lose their next movie contract. Wrap your head around a world where you allow yourself to be sucked into a position of even considering that. Isn't that wild? I mean, thank God for guys like Bill Maher, who I I really 10 years ago would have never thought I would have said something like that. Because he reminds me of my lefty friends who I vehemently and passionately disagree with and who confound me when we have our economic arguments. But I still love them dearly because when it comes down to certain core values like expression, freedom of speech, um, the value and sanctity of human life, those different kinds of things, we find mostly agreement, mostly but whatever is happening now is different. It's evil. There's definitely a demonic evil that's been unleashed in our country for certain. I don't think there's any two ways to look at it. But the reason why despising Israel became pretty much a requirement of the American left is colleges, elite colleges, the mouth of the river from which this and all manner of radical left, illiberal, yes, illiberal nonsense flows. Supporting all black, that is, segregated dorms, segregated graduation ceremonies and orientation programs, which occur on hundreds of campuses, is illiberal. So is the racism against Asian applicants and chasing speakers off of campus. (laughs) When the First Amendment Watchdog Group Foundation for Individual Rights and Expression began ranking colleges based on their commitment to free speech and inquiry, Harvard came in dead last. There's only one set of acceptable opinions on campus, and it's policed hard. 
The old dorm room bull sessions, it's less risky shooting the in Scientology. <laughs> I mean, is it even possible to say that, what is Harvard? Is it like 120000 a year tuition? I mean, it costs about a half million to get a, who's making that money? Right? Isn't it a bunch of Marxists making profit? <laughs> bunch of Marxists putting bank, putting bank away? Like, if you can't see that's a scam, I can't help you. But if you challenge them, this is what you get. John Stuart Mill wrote that he who knows only his own side of the case knows little. To which today's college students respond, he and his are cis pronouns. commit violence against queer and BIPOC communities, so yes. who cares what John Stuart Mill says, whoever he is? <laughs> oh, and Thomas Jefferson was a slaveholder. He might have done some other stuff, but it wasn't on the test. <laughs> elite schools should no longer be called elite. Just stay expensive. Which may be why they breed a particular brand of detestable graduate, a personality type that does not emerge from Chico State. <laughs> I mean, this is really good stuff, and I love it. Um, I like what he says there, too, about the illiberal. Because what Moore is talking about is classical liberalism. And I, I've actually always classified myself, I don't know where you come down on this, like I don't even like the term conservative. I mean, I guess I line up with conservatives a lot, but I don't like the term because it, conservative to me means uh, this is the way we've done it and we're always going to do it this way and that's the way it is, right? Like, that's what it means to me. And I'm not really down with that sort of approach to life. Um, if you mean by conserving liberty, yes, I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm on board with that. If you mean conserving our rights and conserving rule of law, I'm on board with that. But I, I'm not on board with, like, it It has to be this way, or right? Right? It's, it's, for me, I'm more of a classical liberal, like Thomas Jefferson. Um, you know, and, and so this idea that, that all men are created equal, and this idea that um, we are best to govern ourselves, but that's being trampled out of the minds of young kids in schools. And it, it really is difficult to wrap my head around a mindset. I, I mean, just because I wasn't indoctrinated by anything as a kid. So, I mean, what do you do? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I would love to get inside their brains. If all you've ever known was indoctrination, I mean, do you give them a pass for that? I don't think so, but somebody texted the show 57739. Leland, Republicans are in chaos over how to get government under control. Democrats are in chaos over whether or not to exterminate Jews. That's a pretty sad state of affairs, is it not? Fascinating. We'll continue. 630K How, Denver Stock Station. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. And now, back to more Uncommon Sense with Leland Conway on 630KHOW, Denver's talk station. Trying to understand this story that doesn't make any sense. Uh, the headline is, <clears throat> sources is New York Post. Headline is, Gen Zers are moving to the mountains for a simpler life. Gen Z is over the high-tech manic life of the 21st century. Data from Storage Cafe and Lending Tree shows that the trend is for the youngest generation of adults to head to the mountains. The info shows Gen Z hitting the trail for the Great Plains and Mountain West. Popular destinations for setting up their lives, whether it's renting or buying a home, include South Dakota, North Dakota, Iowa, Kansas. Uh, (laughs) Do you remember that scene in Dumb and Dumber? When they got turned around, they were going backwards, and they ended up somewhere out in the middle of, like, South Dakota. And they were like, man, I thought the Rockies would be bigger than this. Yeah, that John Deere is full of... <laughs> like, I'm like, what? Is that what we're talking about? Um, They did name Idaho as one of the destinations, as well as Salt Lake City, Oklahoma City, and Birmingham. Again, there's only two of the cities slash states that even have mountains in them. Like, Birmingham's hilly, but it, the state of Alabama has no mountains. It has the small tail end of the Appalachians, but it's really just big hills. Like, it's not even as high as the ramparts. So, I, that, <laughs> whatever. All right, text the show, 57739-57739. Leland, did you know today is not Halloween? It's National Liberal American Equity Day. <laughs> Yes, just walk in the front door, take my candy, get fat and happy. Well, I do tricks when the treats are always free. <laughs> okay, this is this is a funny text, but it actually sets up an interesting conversation. And I would like to know from you how you feel about this. Text the show, 57739. Is Halloween an example of socialism or is it a great example of capitalism? Let me explain. I was having a business lunch today. And my friend who I was eating lunch with was talking about, I think it was... I think it was him. It was either him or someone else. Anyway, they were talking about explaining to kids um, when they get their candy, explaining taxation. And so he's like, I always take a portion of their candy to explain taxation for them. And they get freaked out. Like, I come in and whoever has the most candy, I take like 40% of it. And whoever's the least candy... I give some of the 40% back to them in the terms of a refund. He's like, I'm, ex-, and they're all like, it's not fair. And he's like, I know. Welcome to life. That's the American tax system. So my question, no, but my question is, is trick-or-treating an example of capitalism or an example of socialism? Some people try to say that it's an example of socialism because you go and you knock on the door and you get a handout, right? However, it could be looked upon slightly differently. You have to work. You have to go from house to house. You have to put on a costume. 
You have to entertain in order to... The whole concept of trick-or-treat, the treat isn't free. If we have some of these Subaru-driving lefties in Boulder that just give the candy away, then maybe that's socialism. But if you are doing trick-or-treating the right way, it's called trick-or-treat. Do something to entertain me, and I shall give you candy. This is payment in kind. That's what that is. So you have to put on the entertainment costume. And the best and most creative are the ones that, I mean, come on. When people come to your house, Jazzy, if the kid has like a better costume, like the some kid just put on a, I don't know, he put on his dad's work hat and he's like, I'm a working man. You're like, ah, here's a freaking mini Twizzlers. But then you have a kid that comes in and they're like mini Donald Trump and they've done the orange hair and they've done the whole thing, right? Or you could have a kid in a poopy diaper and you could be like, I'm Joe Biden, right? You would like give them a whole handful. You've done that before. Like the cuter costumes you get more candy too, right? Yeah, you get the big scoop of candy. Okay. So I'm not not off base here. That means that kid earned it because that kid put the creative mind into it. Like, this is what I'm going to be for Halloween, right? So I'm kind of, I used to think it was more of a socialist holiday, but now I'm kind of like, wait a minute. I think I was wrong on that. I think I've had to evolve. What do you think, Kel Kel? I feel like it's capitalism. You got to earn it. Very much so. Because like you, you have didn't to earn any treats today, Kel Kel, because you came in as a cat what? without a tail. You don't have a tail. You don't have a tail. You didn't I did earn not design it. The costume. You, you, you lazy assed your way through this costume. Oh, my goodness. I did not design the costume. All right, what were you going to say? Is I it capitalism? Wearing it for fun. <laughs> Good Lord. Okay, what about capitalism versus socialism? It is definitely capitalism because you have to purchase the candy in order to give it away. Okay, well, that's, yeah. And you can but, choose whether or not to purchase the candy and whether or not to give it away. This is so true. No one is, is forcing you. Correct. Yeah, you can put the mean uh, poster up on the door that says, no candy, get out of here. You little freak goes away. Or just not open the door. Yeah, you could do that. I'm trying to decide. My wife and I are trying to decide if we're going to go out candy tonight. What are you doing, Jazz? I'm actually going with my son trick-or-treating. Oh, are you? How old is he? He's uh, five months old this week. <laughs> so the candy... You're, getting, you're so fake. There's you're getting candy, Jazzy. That's, that's bull crap. There's a 100% no. tax for my son going into my candy yeah, allowance that's tonight. That's exactly the... At least you admit it. At least you admit it. He's five months old. He has no idea what's going on. And you just got like, you put like a little furry Sasquatch costume on him and you're getting the candy. Exactly. Trick or treat. Thanks for the large (laughs) Snickers. (laughs) Uh, When you give candy away, what kind of candy do you give away? Candy bars, usually. The full size, right? No, I go with the mini oh, ones. Oh, come on. Be classy. Better bang for the buck, man. Yeah, but you want everybody to be like, that's the house. That's the golden. That's the silver tuna, Marv. That's what you want. That You like that? The little Home Alone reference? I like that, yeah. That's the silver tuna, Marv. That's the one. You want kids to be like, if you can get to that house. Yeah. You know Dan Kaplis does that. He gives the full full size. Bars. Oh, I do too. If yeah. I, if if I'm giving out candy, I'm trying to decide if I'm going to do it or not. If I decide to give out candy, I do the full size candy bar. Dude, reward those kids for that hard work and then make them fat. Like that. It's just like to get too much candy. Uh, worst Halloween candy. Worst Halloween candy. What is it? Oh boy, I don't know. Uh... Candy corn. Yeah, okay. That's got to be up there. So candy corn is the universal worst. Let's go with you have to take candy corn off the table because candy corn is basically just sugar wax. 
That's all that is. Like, I don't know who thought... They had a bunch of wax left over, and, like, the Wax & Co. company was like, how do we get rid of all this wax? And somebody was like, I know. Let's make it yellow and white and call it corn and put some sugar in it and then give it to kids at Halloween. That's a good idea. That's that's how candy corn was invented. Did you all know that? It's fact. Look it up. It's a fact. Snopes even says it. So, what about you, Kel Kel? Do you do the big full-size candies or... I actually you probably prefer... you, you probably don't do any because you don't have a tail. She probably hands that out. You're a cat without a tail, so you probably yeah. Both you probably you. give yogurt cups away, right? Both of you can kiss my ass. <laughs> you're like you're like here's some granola. No, Did you sprinkle like a little bit. Definitely of not me, but granola? I will tell you, I do give the little candy because I can give more. Okay. As opposed little... to no, a full that's a bar, cop out. that's uh, a, a full cop. bar. I give like four Bring different it. pieces of candy to Bring each it. kid. So. See, because here's here's the secret to the to the big candy bars. Okay, this is how you do it. All right, I'm just gonna give you guys. This is cheaper. Giving away big candy bars is cheaper, and you look more classy. Because if you just put the sign up that says no candy, you look like a an ass. Okay, but. If you get one box of full-size candy bars, just one, that's way cheaper than lots of bags of small candy. You just get one. And the six kids who are lucky enough to be the first to your house, you give them the full-size candy bar. The word gets out that you give out the full-size candy bars, and then you put the out-of-candy poster on your door. And then you go downstairs and watch TV, and the rest of the night, you're the classiest dude Terrible. in the neighborhood. You only spent three ninety nine, and there's no kids coming knocking on your door. It's the brilliant. Come on. It's terrible. It's terrible, but you know it's true. You've obviously spoken like a person who does not have children. <laughs> spoken like an ass. You're the equivalent to the Scrooge of Halloween. Yes. I know, but I do it without actually sounding like a Scrooge because I could just put no candy and then everybody's like oh man that guy's a jerk he turned his light off instead mine says out of candy like oh you little rascals you little munchkins stole all the candy you guys took two or three and really I just spent three ninety nine on one box of full size candy and by the time it gets around the neighborhood they're like that guy but you gotta come early because I don't want to answer the doorbell at freaking nine o'clock at night because you're straggling ass just, just now found out that I'm giving away full size Reese cups Little jack wagons. Then they peek through your window and they see you on the couch eating a candy bar <laughs> with the no candy sign. With the full size, like, oh yeah, what's up? <laughs> Last one, sorry guys. Last one. Do you want the end of it? Here you go. <laughs> oh my god, the worst worst Halloween candy is Bitto Honey. Okay, so yeah, that's bad. Yeah, it's the old grandmas that give that away. Um, they got it at the dollar store. It's like, it's seven years old. So it's kind of melted and melded to the wrapper. I also never like <laughs> lollipops, like Tootsie Roll lollipops and, you know, just the standard lollipops. I always thought that was like a cop out. Yeah, totally. I don't, well, it depends. Okay. It depends. I mean, if you're talking like um, blow pops, like those are, that's the real deal where you get. Uh, that's different. You get a sucker and gum. And gum. Right? Yes. Like, I mean, that's like the yes. ultimate. So if you're going to give blow pops away, okay, I'll give you a little pass on that one. Yeah. But I'm talking about What about, about those tequila little, worm suckers? You know, I'm talking about like the Tootsie Roll pops or the the really crappy, you know, ones that are just like that you get at the dentist's Dum-dums. office. Dum dums. <laughs> there you go. That's like the worst. That that You're right. That is a total cop out. Okay. I don't know where these are, but 
when I was a kid, I used, I threw a fit one time in the IGA over this, and I remember my mom just left me laying on the floor. It didn't work because my mom was not big on throwing fits. But um, the lifesavers used to make these suckers that had it was like it was like fruit and cream, so it was like all mixed. You know what I'm talking about? Do you do you guys remember those? God, those are the best. Those are the and I I don't know where they I don't even think they exist anymore. What were they called? They were like. Lifesavers, fruit and cream, or something like that. But they used to have these big ones at the IGA, and I loved those things. They were like not quite fruity, but not too sweet. They were awesome. Those would be good suckers. Bit of honey, though, that's the worst. Bit of honey and candy corn. Absolute, absolute worst. Uh, Leland, I bet Kelly wins the best costume. Please do not criticize Kel Kel for being a tailless cat. Such discrimination. <laughs> Alexa. Did, did Kelly text that one in? She, Thank you, I think, Alexa. I think Kelly is My pretending. Kel Kel is pretending to be Alexa, and she's impersonating Alexa, and she's like, oh, please say nice things about Kel Kel. <laughs> Leland, the report about young people heading to the mountains and including Kansas says everything wrong about the younger generation. Been to Kansas many times. There are not mountains in Kansas, but they want to identify Kansas as having mountains. So we, we, we just want to. They want the taxes of Kansas and the mountains of Colorado, so they just have Kansas identify as the Rocky Mountain State. <laughs> I guess that solves the problem. Um, let's see. Leland, I wanted to dress up like the governor, but I couldn't find a Hamburglar costume. <laughs> Do you think Grimace would work? <laughs> uh, Leland, that is the worst advice of all time. If you're going to give out full bars, you need to invest in several boxes. <laughs> No, it's the best advice. I'm telling you, it's the way to look classy without spending money. 630K How, Denver's talk station. Where are you finding all these Halloween songs? They're jazzy. In my brain. Okay. That's what you just have rotating. I, I think I think I've decided that I am going to do... Uh, give out stuff for Halloween tonight. I think when I get home right after the show, I think I'm going to make some bran muffins. And that's what I'm, I'm going to give bran muffins out to the kids. I think that's what I'm going to give out Caesar salads. <laughs> Caesar salads. Here, kid, have a Caesar salad. Here's a bran muffin. It's got fiber in it. It'll make you regular. <laughs> It'll go a long way towards being healthy towards college. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, Wendy's my girl here. I like this text. She says, Leland, I love Bitta Honey. No! I also like Dum Dums. No! Candy corn is meh. The worst candy is salty licorice fish. I give salty licorice fish to teenagers for Halloween. Okay. First of all, have either of you guys heard of salty licorice fish? I have no idea. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. But here's why I like Wendy's text. Because Wendy is giving the bad stuff to the teenagers who ought not be trick-or-treating. Over the age of 12, you should be home playing video games or watching horror movies. You should not be out asking people for candy. Do you agree or disagree? Teenagers get, like, apples and bran muffins. I don't know. Capitalism would say that you can do what you want. (laughs) Um, I always give teenagers candy. Really? Yeah, because they... You know, they dress up and I'm like, here's here's a kids at heart. I'm like, here's a Reese cup and a job application. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? I'm just trying to help. We said it's capitalism. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> Super Shoe says I'm an ass, by the way. I asked him about like the, the, the one box of full-size bar candy. I'm like, dude, you got to check out this idea. Because Super Shoe's kind of a curmudgeon, right? And I'm like, dude, here, this Not is... No, I'm like, well, what does he do? What does Super Shoe do for well, Halloween? He lives in an apartment, so he probably doesn't have a lot of kids, and it's gated. <laughs> so he probably doesn't even so have... So he is a curmudgeon. But, so he doesn't have a right to lecture me, uh, but I told him my idea. You buy one box of six candy bars, full size. You give those out. Word gets around to the rest of the neighborhood. There's the guy that gives the full-size Hershey bars out. And then by the time the poor little rugrats come to your door, you got to, oh, sorry, we're out. There was a rush. I don't know what happened. Oh, my God. So Super Shoe agrees with DK that that's the worst advice of all time. But I love it. So... No, I'm thinking. I'm thinking bran muffins. I just texted my wife. I'm like, go ahead and put some bran muffins no, in the oven. Bad That's, idea. Bad idea. You don't have a tail, bad so idea. you're a cat without a tail. So nobody listens to you. Come oh on, Kelko. Oh my Kel-Kel. god. Dan Kaplis, who gives full size candy bars out for Halloween, is coming up next. I'm sure he actually invests in a number of boxes so that he's got them to give away all night. He does. But me, one box Conway. That's what it is for Halloween. Take it and like it, and then shut up. Dan Kaplis is next, 630K out, Denver Sox Station. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.